Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Open Season. Here we are again on a beautiful Monday morning. How's everyone doing? Or like how one of my friends said, Grand Rising, let's do this. We have a special guest today. Um, she's taught me a lot so far of myself, so this is pretty amazing that I have her here. Um, welcome in, Annie. Wow. What an introduction. How do I follow up? Man, talk about pressure. Really glad to be here this morning with everybody. Um, and being able to share a piece of who Annie is. Um, across the internet, you meet all sorts of people, right? Right. And it's awesome to be able to get to know more people, more individuals that are like-minded and into growing and developing and becoming more and more powerful individuals for themselves. So I'm glad to be here, Muska. Hey, welcome in. I know we had somebody special two episodes ago. Mm -hmm. Now it's your turn. Yes, it is. Uh, how did you feel when you heard his episode? Um, Kind of reignited. Kind of like I needed to get my myself back together. Mm -hmm. to that person that I was becoming and developing years ago I right. kind of fell off course you know having kids going through um, postpartum depression just pulling yourself out of anything sucks and it's really hard right um, so I'm kind of gonna elaborate on healing because I mean he kind of ignited that so yeah. I really wanted to share a piece of you know a piece of value to a parent a mom a dad an uncle and aunt, somebody that's out there that might find benefit in my story. Um, <clears throat> I do have to give a disclaimer. Um, my background, my story of where my healing journey started is in regards to um, quote, S-A, unquote, so sexual abuse. Okay. Um, the reason I'm going to share this and the background is because the statistics and the numbers are pretty scary. The fact oh. that it happens, very common. And generally, it's people that are, you know, that are close to your children or close to you, um, whether it's a child, an adult, you right. know, a woman, man, boys right. and girls alike. We all, unfortunately, know somebody or we are the individual right. that go through it. Um, my childhood, my background a little bit. So I come from a Hispanic household that's very heavily religious and I was really restricted. I lived in a really strict household. Um, being the last daughter out of three, um, I was really limited on what I could do, where I could um, yeah. just even communicating. Communicating is a big piece for me in my life. You'll kind of hear why in a little bit. Um, <clears throat> I didn't have the solidified relationship with my parents just because you know, most immigrant parents, they're always at work. They're always busy. They're always on the go. There's generally no downtime. And when there is downtime, it's generally at a family get together. And it's really hard to have that open, that openness, that communication piece um, when you're always on the go. You know, you really do have to be mindful of just developing the habits from an early start, from an early point. Um, <clears throat> the reason that I'm a big advocate for um, advocating for your children, you know, advocating for your nieces and nephews, advo advocating for your family members, advocating on speaking up and actually being open is because I lived a struggle 
for years. Um, you know, my prepubescent stage, a two-year period, I went through a lot of sexual abuse and sexual molestation, and it sucked. It was horrific. It was really painful. It took me years to finally be able to get to this point here right now and having the ability to share this story with you yeah. um, without bursting out into tears, without bursting down, having a mental breakdown on the fact that, like, that idea, that thought, that why me, you know, attacking yourself, throwing yourself down to the ground, like, just completely belittling yourself to such an extent that it's really not that it happened to you. It's that it took place, unfortunately, because of whatever, you know, the open ground for somebody that is a victimizer, has that narcissistic mentality that has that, you know, that as their own background, because unfortunately, individuals that do that to somebody else, they have gone through a piece of that. Right. Or they've been instilled in their own mentality that this is normalized. Right. This is how it is. And I don't know how many other individuals he's done this to, but I'm here sharing this now because I couldn't take the legal action that I wanted to when I was a teenager. Um, I was kind of, you know, grew up in a household where you uh, you shove everything under the rug and you just forget it's there. Right. You allow your feelings to be ignored and ignored and ignored and communication is not there. So the reason from my background up until I had met Miguel, um, I'd never really shared my story um, with even my own family. And now very few family members actually do know. And Miguel really ignited that piece of healing for me of actually opening up and sharing what happened and what took place and really solidifying for myself. Like, where do I go from here? Right. Like I'm hurt. I'm heartbroken. It's, it's angering. It's frustrating. It's very triggering to go through that healing process. I'm still in a constant healing process. We always do. We're always developing and growing and healing from something. We always are. That's kind of a part of life. Life can't always be smooth sailing. There's always got to be those waves that come in, they crash, they take pieces from you, and you have to go and you have to recollect and reground yourself. You got to bring yourself back. So really, like, my end goal in my life is to become a solidified resource for my own kids. Our okay. kids are going to go through their struggles. Our yeah. kids are going to go through their own traumas. Our kids are going to go through their own issues, their own problems, you know, and just really building and developing that strong connection with them. You know, right now, my kids being so little, I've, you know, talked about, you know, what is important, you know, your body parts, what is consent, what is for you, your body, if you don't want me to touch you, be with you, be near you right now, that's okay. You just tell me, you know, bring that openness from the very beginning. Right. And developing those small conversations with them. Like I hear... <clears throat> Or I see come like I see parents, you know, here and there, and it's not to belittle, it's not to judge, it's not to perceive things in a negative sense. It's just to really, like, this is what I see: um, is parents shuttling their kids down. Oh, I don't want to talk about those toys. I don't want to talk about what's going on with your friends. I don't want to talk about that because I'm busy. I have this going on. Yeah, you yeah. really gotta think about it. Like, if your kids are coming to you with these tiny little things right now, that's them opening the door for you to communicate with them. They're doing that. They're opening that piece up. 
when you consistently maintain that through their life, they're going to come to you when there's bigger issues. Like right now, it's the Barbie dolls. Right now, it's the Lego pieces that are missing. It's that cartoon character that made them mad. It's how they felt at school. It's how they felt when this happened. Solidifying that piece of communication is critical for me because I want to not avoid because I know that everybody's going to go through something. But I want to minimize the impact. That way, communication is there. That way, they don't have to bottle themselves up the way that I do. Right. Exactly. Learning how to, you know, it's like learning how to how to heal all of your traumas. Um, and you're not going to solidify to heal all of them in one day. It's going to be an ongoing process. Um, healing my own traumas is kind of how I've opened up my communication barriers because I grew up with absolutely no communication minimal I shouldn't say no communication of course we're communicating right now we're on the phone we're recording live Mm -hmm. um but where you know that piece of communication of not having that openness you know not having that ability to do that I craved it so much when I was younger and here I am wanting to just share you know how critical it is to be open and communicate and heal yourself you know heal your own traumas healing my traumas has been really painful. It's been an an ongoing process. My past, my present, my previous traumas that I've instilled upon myself or instilled myself because I placed myself in a situation when, you know, we all have that piece of our, our gut that tells us not to do something, to not go somewhere and you ignore it. You know, those are the pieces that the universe really gives to us as pieces to kind of, I guess, clues, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, so one of the bigger pieces why I'm I'm always healing is because it's gonna be like if you go your whole life unhealed with issues that you've gone through it's gonna be painful right because you're gonna hold on to that feeling you're gonna have these triggers you're gonna have these moments that really ramp up and they just build up so if it's already gonna be a painful ride why not just try healing yourself why not try helping yourself normalize the conversations normalize the openness normalize how to solidify and share you know share your story with people that way they feel that piece of openness like oh my gosh i'm not the only one because for years i felt like i was the only individual in the entire world that went through torture for years and it's like no there's so many individuals that go through this and it's not just one demographic, it's not just one background, it's that limit in communication and that limit in openness that you have because yeah. you have so many barriers that are placed upon you. Yeah. Um, one of my bigger triggers, like more, more recently, was when I had uh, a little stuffed up. So I, excuse me, my nose. <laughs> um, when... Um, one of my more recent traumas and recent triggers was when I had my daughter. She was my first child. And that was not even going to lie. That was probably the hardest thing to, yes, I love my children, both of them, my son and my daughter, but having my daughter re-triggered my own traumas from what happened to me when I was younger, because I was like, Oh, here we go. I'm going to have to help develop a strong little girl strong teenager a strong young woman a strong adult i'm gonna have to develop that like that kind of pressed me pressured me to step out of my comfort zone 
to fight my own demons, to fight my own battles. And I continue to grow and heal for her because she means a lot to me, just like my son does. I want to make sure that I solidify my strengths so that, that when they need to fall back on me, I can catch them. Yeah. That way I can catch the cues. Like, what is going on? Why, why are they acting out? Why is there so many physical issues requiring so many medical appointments? You know, what is actually going on? Because up to a certain point, at a certain age, if your minor child no longer wants you in that doctor room with you, that is their medical right. And I'm not saying, you know, um, <clears throat> choke down your kids and force them to tell you what's going on. No, it's develop that openness. Yeah. Um, you know, when I really had her and I had all those traumas re-trigger about, you know, men's, men with certain attributes. Like, shoot, even, even my own husband, I was triggered with him because I trust was an absolute huge piece for me that I had to and still have to heal. I still have to learn how to heal the fact that I have a very limited list of individuals that I actually sincerely trust. Um, and he was on that list. He was on that list because I had a daughter. And he was on that list not because I doubted who he was or I doubted what he was going to do. It's just I had that trauma. I had that trigger. And I had to, I had to really understand his core values, who he is. Is he capable of doing that? No. So I need to start trusting with small pieces. Okay, I'm going to go to the store for 20 minutes. Can you watch her? And kind of setting up those ground rules for myself. Like, okay, he managed that. We can do yeah. this. And taking it in bigger pieces. And now he's the full-time caregiver for my, for my kids. Um, right? The roles have flipped from way back in the day. But for me, healing the work that's behind it is, you know, solidifying that with them. Um, I realistically share a biggest piece of my, like this entire story with people because that relative that your family might have, they don't deserve their peace. I'm going to tell yeah, you why. Exactly. They don't deserve their peace because if they did that to you, guess what? They took your peace. Yeah. They took every little piece of peace that you had. Because from that point on, an individual that has a certain stature is going to cause your body to tense up and feel <clears throat> a certain way. And those are the triggers that you have to heal and cope and process and go through. Um, the way I like to say it, you know, this individual that's in my family, he made me go through hell for a few years. Every time he sees me, He's living his own personal hell. He can't look at me because of the shame that he feels over himself. And to me, it's like, I have, I don't need to do anything. You're going to live your life. You're going to go through your own process. And you are currently living your own prison, your own mental prison. You're already living your own, the things that I went through with my own emotions, my own psychological pieces that I had to heal through and still I'm healing through you're gonna go you're going through that presently because you can't see me you can't be around my family you can't be around my kids I don't say anything I'm not the individual that's gonna cause a scene and outburst and go crazy right that individual withdraws themselves from our family gatherings and leaves 
every single time spot on he sees my car he leaves sees my husband he leaves because he knows was so terrible that he knows he fears that need to do is speak up and i've been speaking up with people that that i feel need to know the information yeah you know i i drowned myself for years because i couldn't speak up and my critical development years you know that prepubescent stage you're when puberty hits and then becoming a young adult and a young woman those critical years, all the pieces of everything click from how you are feeling psychologically, emotionally, mentally, physically, all of them coincide with each other one way or another. It's like the full chain that has to do with your whole entire body and your whole core. I can't avoid the healing. I can't avoid it. Cause like I said, just a moment ago, if you are, if you're avoiding the healing process for one reason or another, there's going to be a consequence, whether it's you internally, mentally, spiritually, physically, there's already a consequence, unfortunately, that we as humans have to go through. Like, we didn't choose to do that. I didn't choose to go through all this stuff that I went through, but I had to go through the consequences. Right. Um, you know, I, I truly am healing for myself. But on a deeper note, I'm healing for my family, for the generations that are going to be coming from my uh, my connection with Miguel, for our kids, our grandkids, you know, the people that surround us, the people that are close to us, to making sure that they're aware that they open up that communication barriers, the communication barriers that might be there or they might not. Um, yeah. It's kind of allowed me to really learn about these gifts that I didn't know I had because I was blocking myself. The unhealed version of myself and the healing process version of myself presently, those two people are completely different. Completely different. It's like black and white. One is one side, excuse me, and the other is the other side. And I don't want to go backwards because the person that I was back then harmed myself in so many ways that um you know going through a phase of depression taking um taking up counseling and dropping counseling and picking it up and dropping it and picking it up and um so many different things and it's like now that i'm consistently processing through all of the phases of healing I have now allowed myself to tap into all of the things that I didn't know that I could do, you know, venturing off into, you know, um, like online sales, things that Miguel's been doing for years. I'm finally doing it with him. Or um, like I recently got into um, doing tarot readings and reading numbers and numerology and all those bases. And it's not for me to come and throw this stuff down your throat. It's just, it's an example of what I am now capable yeah. of tapping into because I'm actually paying attention to what my healed self is doing. I'm paying attention to how I'm feeling and open to that piece of communication to make sure that for my own peace of mind, I've opened up that doorway. If these things unfortunately happen in the future to somebody that's really close to me, 
God forbid my kids, but if that happens, I would know how to minimize the impact. Because that ultimate goal is just to minimize the impact and open up the door for communication, even for other individuals that might be going through it, might have gone through it, and, you know, really questioning themselves. Like, here's a piece for um, everybody that's listening. You know, you got to ask yourself about your own traumas. What are they? Are they holding you back? Are they making you stronger? To them, you know, acknowledge that piece of yourself. You're already going through the process of life, whether it's a present sad moment, a present happy moment, a present peaceful moment, whatever the case is that you're presently feeling, you're already here. You're already at this point. Really reevaluate where you're where you're at, what you want to do, and how you feel what makes you feel good and what doesn't if it's for you it's for you if it's not then so be it but um it's a little bit of a kind of like i I can't say it's a piece of cake because it's the whole (laughs) entire cake that i just threw on the table yeah that was not a little piece of cake (laughs) but look at you now Look at everything you're doing now. You've grown from all that. And we're still growing. Growing and growing. That's the goal. To go and grow. And then you have that support right there with you too. I kind of solidify. You have to solidify your own pieces of support. Because not all supports are good. Yeah. That's crazy. So what made you... Obviously, you said you've been speaking about this, and you've been speaking out, but speaking out in podcasts, um, it's always helpful because, you know, you can help those others that yeah. are afraid to speak up. I know a couple of people that want to speak out but don't know how, and I'm sure this is going to help them out, but what what made you speak up on this? Um let's let's take the knife let's dig in (laughs) um i don't mean it that way don't take it that way um i'm gonna dig into not only like my daughter my kids i think of like i'm gonna think of it this way when i try to open i mean shoot the the actual life scenario took place when I was 9 to 11. So that was a two-year period that that was taking place. Mm-hmm. I kind of pushed through my preteen years all the way up to like 16 years old. And then that's when I cracked open and I told people that I thought were absolutely there for me. And they told me to... um, not ignore, but to deal with it. Because I couldn't take anything in a legal battle, which I could. I really was influenced by these individuals to such a heavy extent that I took their word. And I was like, no, you're right. You're right. I can't. I can't. I can't. You're right. You're totally right. The family would be shattered. That's totally true. 
And I was so washed. I was so influenced by those ideas. But it's like, I'm opening about this now because I'm not repeating this. I'm not repeating this. This isn't happening again to my own kids. This isn't happening again to my This isn't happening again because my entire like preteen teenage years, I was so, I was a horrible teenager. I was a terrible teenager. I went against my parents' rules. I went against everything because I was just tired of being shuttled. Damn. Speak on it. Yeah. If it's, if it's taken place and you're like the, if there's a listener out there that is going through this, you've got to find your resources, your, your sources that you can go to because somebody that's inflicting this kind of pain upon you or inflicted this pain upon you, how many other individuals have they not done this to? Yeah. Think it is a painful piece, but it's a needed piece. It takes a lot of courage. It takes a lot of strength. It takes all of the fucking tears that you're going to have, but it is worth opening up and sharing. You heard that, ladies? Men out there, too. Both both sides, because it happens just as much to women as it does to men. Men out there, too. I need to speak up. It's not once it's not one sided. It's there's I I believe in the law of duality. There's one side, there's obviously another. It happens yep. to both individuals. Damn. How did you start your, your healing process? What's some advice that you can give others out there? Um Obviously, everybody's different. Well, yeah. Um, The way that I started to cope with these things at a very young age was I got into, um, I got into drinking. That was my way to cope. And I started drinking really early, really young. I come from that, you know, that background. It was always a normalized way to cope and deal with your feelings. Just go get a go get another drink. Go get a shot, and it doesn't help you. It doesn't get you to advance anywhere. Because the very next day, the very next morning, you still have those feelings. You still are gonna wake up with the feelings. You can't cut out the feelings. Shoot, if we could cut out the feelings, I'd cut out all of the feelings that I've had from all the pains that I went through. Yeah. And. Once I finally recognized that I needed to drop those habits was when I tapped into some mindfulness. <laughs> I'm not going to say it like all the mindfulness because I still need to go through um, some sessions. I still, I recognize, mm-hmm. I recognize that I still need to go through some sessions of mindfulness, but um, it's, it's never a clean process. Like I, used to have this idea that oh when I start my healing journey it's going to be so easy and it's going to be 
absolutely amazing at the end and it's not it is a mess it is tears it is screams it is you know days and nights where you don't even feel like eating you don't feel like drink you don't feel like doing anything but yeah. you you have to keep going like this is this doesn't just because something like this happens to you it doesn't have to be the end like i finally put that in my head where this isn't the end like okay now what do i do the people that i went to they didn't listen to me they didn't hear me out where do i go start talking to different resources start talking i mean there's some situations that are very very heavily toxic and very physically damaging and those are the ones that absolutely petrify me i didn't have to go through that and i know that there's somebody out there that is i know some i know there's individuals out there that are physically going through torture and treacherous trauma and absolute physical visible pains like bruises and cuts and you're seeing these signs and it's getting into domestic violence is getting into all of those areas and i can't speak i i can speak a little bit of light on the on the thought but you know you can't shuttle it you can't harbor yourself back from the healing process yeah because the longer you go by harboring in the feelings the harder it is to solidify relationships around you the harder it is for you to solidify your your own relationship with yourself you know that trust piece of relationship the communication um relationship um you're kind of building up barriers around yourself like <clears throat> everything that go that starts with healing it it's going to suck but you deserve it like if you've yeah. had all the strength to go through something like this then you have all of the strength that is necessary for you to <clears throat> for you to heal yourself So after, let's say after you started healing, you're healing yourself now. How did you find that you were gifted? Let's say. Um, I'm about to get into my dream space here. <laughs> <laughs> I have the craziest dreams. I have wild dreams. Like I have dreams that can make me have a full-on conversation with someone and I'm like completely asleep and I won't remember a word that I said um, mm -hmm. to physically this has happened a handful of times physically waking everybody at the house up and getting everybody out of bed because whatever in my dream told me that my fears were coming out and they're generally like spider snakes like creatures that are crawling up out of the vents and like freaking me out and making me kick everybody out but um a lot of like my own dreams kind of like were signaling me that I needed to start um venturing off like if I had the ability to have 
such a strong story and such a strong background, then I have the ability to really dig into, okay, what am I capable of doing? What, um, what has been starting to catch my attention? Like what has been recently on my mind? And it's always just been little pieces that I've taken from my crazy wild dreams to things that start to, I guess on a, like on my own spiritual journey of he- also with the healing processes, um, finally recognizing that whatever you want to call it, I call it the universe, but whatever you want to call it, the universe calling me and showing me signs, literally showing me signs through numbers. I believe that numbers carry a very powerful piece of energy everything holds energy every single piece holds energy but for me numbers are a critical piece and critical component for me on the universe communicating with me and no i'm not talking some crazy stuff but i mean if you really get down to just studying the levels of energy and vibration and what really is carried through numbers it's just energy the universe holds energy you as a person holds energy and just I mean, I can't, there's no, I wish I had a roadmap on how all this like came up and I started getting into all these different things, but I don't, um, everybody's going to find their own, their own pieces that they have to go through. Everybody's going to find their own pieces that they're interested in. I'm a really huge creative individual. I love creativity. I love being able to express that creativity. I kind of always had that. It really, um, amplified when I was going through my healing process that was my route my escape um and that's kind of where all those other pieces of like what I've currently gotten into has has kind of like it's really hard to explain this last piece (laughs) (laughs) um take your time there's no there's no roadmap. There's no roadmap. I just somebody out there is gonna find some value here. And it is needed. These conversations yeah. are needed. Yeah. Always never be afraid to open up. Find somebody yeah. to talk to. Yep. And if that person blows you off, because a lot of people blew me off. Go to the next one. I don't mean yep. open up your story and share it to everybody, but find the right, find the correct individual that is actually going to help you start your healing journey to your own personal success. Exactly. So that will listen and help you. Yeah, there is. Hence why I'm here. Yep, and now we're recording it for others to to speak up this is why i started doing it because i figure out like if somebody has an issue or somebody went through some stuff and they come in here talk about it there's other people going through that same problem same situation there's help out there yes there is there's always just help about, out there. just about for anything you just got to be willing to open up and accept it. Yeah, that's that's another big piece right there. That word, accept. 
because that was the biggest piece that I kind of lived in was in denial. Yeah. In denial. I lived in denial for years. You can't live that way too long before things tend to start to go south. So when you accept it, it'll be fine. Everything will get better. Yeah. Just accept the help and go from there. Yeah. Don't give up. No, because I mean, once you get to that, what you would consider your lowest point, your rock bottom phase, there's only one place to go. Mm-hmm. You go and up from there. Yep. Unless you decide to stay down there, but other than that, <laughs> time to come up. No, trust me, you don't want to live down there. I get a ladder, a get a chair, <laughs> even a small little rock, but you start climbing up. Yeah, I I lived down mm-hmm. there. I lived down um, there. Been there. I've been there. It I've sucks. Been there. You don't want to yeah. stay there. You don't want to stay there. Mm-mm. You're in a dark hole the whole time. Just waiting for somebody to come help instead of you trying to help yourself first. That's how I see it. Once you start helping yourself, help will come. It really does, because that's kind of the energy that you start to emit, is you want help. Yeah. You want to heal yourself. Well, yes, going up at your doorstep that you might be ignoring for the seventh time, or that 18th phone call that you've been ignoring from that one friend that's been asking you, or you're seeing the cues in somebody else, and now you're seeing it... Um, manifesting trifold into somebody that was the same age that went through it by this. Yeah, that's I was always told. Never ask somebody, how you doing today? Because their answer is going to be fine. I'm okay. I'm good. You should ask them, how are you feeling today? Yeah. Although sometimes those conversations can get heavy, but they're needed. Mm-hmm. They're needed. I'm doing that. I've heard that a lot. And thanks to those conversations, I'm still here. Yep. It's opening up to whatever comes from that. Mm-hmm. So where can can anybody reach out to you when they need help? I am I'm not where a closed book anymore. I'm not a closed book anymore. So yeah, I've um, I've opened up to individuals that needed to hear my story and they've shared theirs and just that little piece kind of sparked their well, I'm gonna look into like, you know, I had an individual look into the legal battle and started that process mm-hmm. and <clears throat> they're still currently going through it but like they're getting the ability to speak up yeah and open up the wounds and heal the wounds and allowing themselves to actually feel better and like i i did that by just opening up like I did that by sharing a small conversation with that person about what I went through. And now here they are presently going through a process that 
to me, it's like, wow, like the ripple effect. But I'm on majority of like, I can't say majority. I'm on a lot of platforms. (laughs) (laughs) The newest one for me would be would be TikTok, which is where I met you. But I'm on a lot of different platforms. You heard it. She's on TikTok. TikTok, um, Facebook. I need to get back into Instagram. I fell off the loop from there. I have a page, but I never, I'm, on, I'm never there. <laughs> I'm never there. <laughs> I have the app, but I'm never there. Um, I've got my phone. Everything's on our phone, right? We always have everything on our phone. We're recording yeah, a live, a live recording on your phone. Exactly. A link tree, anything. Yeah. Here's to my third grade teacher told me to never rely on a calculator because it would never be in my pocket. And here it is. In your pocket. (laughs) (laughs) There's one in your pocket. Yep. You should find them and tell them, hey, see, calculator's in my pocket. What now? (laughs) I can never find X or Y, but my calculator's in my pocket. Yep. Uh, well, you have any shout outs any uh, companies you want to promote anything out there that you want to give a big shout out to thanks um yeah I've got a pretty big shout out do it go for to, it to every person that is acknowledging themselves and recognizing that they can't do it anymore that they can't hold on to the weight that they can't keep putting their feelings under the rug. The fact that you finally feel that you need to change your current situation, that deserves a shout out. There you go, people. You heard it here first. There's your shout out. Get up and go do something. Seriously. Oh, Annie? Yep. It was amazing having you here. Yes, it was. It Thank was... you for having me. Thank you for interviewing me and letting me share. It was crazy story that I didn't know about. And thank you for speaking on it. Yeah. Anybody it's out needed. there, if y'all need help, it's contact needed. me. Contact her. You know, we're here to help out as much as we can. Little by little, we got to get through this. We all do. Um, We're all on our own journeys. I know I have to go live with uh, Miggy and do the live interview on TikTok still. But I'm going to ask you, since you have a thousand followers now. (laughs) (laughs) Talk about pressure. Okay. You are also invited uh, to come in one of our lives and then speak on it. It will be like like I tell everybody, it's gonna be one on one. So okay. it'll be just me and you, nobody else, unless you let other people join the boxes and go from there. But it's also like a podcast. Be, just to get feedback. I know other people are gonna wanna come in and speak on it. I might start doing it on Facebook Live also because I have a Facebook page. Like you said, I fall off, I fell off that thing. 
So I might open my Facebook. I might open my Instagram and find a way on how we can go live on all three of them and go from there. There's a way. I don't know how. I've heard about it. Well, or there's a world there's a way. I had it backwards. There you go. There yeah. you go. <laughs> See, there's there was the two sides. You got it backwards, so you corrected it. <laughs> always. We can always correct something. Yep. Once we do it wrong, we can always correct it. But exactly. Uh, Thank you. You have Thank a you wonder, amazing week, day, rest of your day. Um, can't wait to hear everybody. Everybody out there, you have a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, whatever it is. Y'all be blessed. Y'all. Peace.